Hey guys, thanks for joining me for episode 2 of the Harping On Podcast. I'm Harper Circum, and this week I'm lucky enough to be joined by the 202cm ruckman, Liam Podadsky. Liam played his junior footy at both Aberfeldy and Greenvale in the EDFL. He has also played for Calder Cannons in the NAB League, the Northern Bull Ants in the VFL, and has also played for Vic Metro. Today, we have a chat about what it's like to be a ruckman, transitioning between different levels of footy, playing against AFL players, and much more. So let's get started. Yeah, mate. Um, thanks for joining me. Really appreciate it. All right. Um, so I guess I just wanted to um start a bit today with uh just going through like chronological um order in terms of like your footy career to date. Um, so starting with juniors. So you started at uh, Greenvale, then moved to Abbas, and then back to Greenvale, did you? Yeah. So started off in under tens, played a couple of years there, and then sort of gave up footy, started playing basketball a bit. Um, the sort of missed footy after a couple of years, so come back. And by that time, my brother went to Abbas, so I just for ease, I just moved there. Um, and then just didn't really, I don't know, just I played there a couple of years, and then once again, didn't really like footy for a number of reasons, and then gave it up for a year, and then come back again, and. I enjoyed it again, I guess. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so were there any big things that like, changed for you to enjoy it again or did anything much it, change? Not really. I was, like, never really great at footy, I guess, as a kid. I just played it for playing with mates and staying fit, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I think I started playing well when I moved back to Greenvale, so it's always nice when you play well, so... Yeah, of course. And got eventually got to Calder after the, uh, my first year back at Greenville, I think. And then from there, I took it a lot more seriously. And yeah, here I am. Yeah. Um, and then with that, is that, did that become maybe – when did you have a growth spurt first? Because obviously you're a, you're a big dude. Um, when did that happen? <laughs> um, I was always sort of taller than everyone, I guess. Like not – I was never, I was, wasn't two metres at 14 years old, but I was always sort of just above everyone height-wise. So I guess as a kid, I was a little bit dopey, like took a while to go into my body and that sort of just stayed on that path for a while, being dopey. So, and then I think 16, 17, I sort of started growing into my body a bit more and yeah, it's, it's been good. Yeah, and then so since you came back to footy, did you go straight into the into the ruck, or did you have you always been a ruckman? Yeah, so I've always been ruckman, obviously due to my height, like tallest kid as juniors, usually the ruckman. So I've always loved ruck, like it's been my favourite position by far. Um, I feel like it's a position you either love or hate. Like if you're not a ruckman, you just despise it. But if you like, you like if you like being a ruck, you love it. So always been ruck. I've always found I've been pretty good in the ruck, like tap work has always just come naturally to me. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that as well, because it's such a unique position. Like most players on the ground, if you've played footy for a while, you've played everywhere except for the ruck. Yeah. It's such a unique position that only a few get to play. So it's pretty yeah. cool in that respect. Yeah. Um, 
and then you said you've always been a ruckman. Have you ever wanted to go into a key position, like use a bit of um, athleticism and try a key forward, key back, something like that? Um, oh, as a kid, just I've always just really wanted to play ruck as much as possible because I've enjoyed it. But um, I guess since coming to Calder, I've realised that you need to have a few strings to your bow. Like you can't just be a ruckman or just be a forward. Like you got to be able to do something else. So I've always, I've been pushing to play a bit more forward where I can. Um, like just so show recruiters, like I can play forward, take a couple marks, kick some goals. So yeah, just versatility in my game. Yeah. Um. And before you mentioned your brother was at Abbas, your brother Mitch is that yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. He um was pretty close to being drafted. Now plays for Coburg, if I'm right. Um, how much was he an influence in getting back to footy and playing some good footy? Um, yeah, pretty big, I guess. That so when I gave up footy under 15s or 16s or whatever it was and moved back to Greenville, he was, I think he was at Calder. Um, that might have been his top AGR, and like he was playing pretty good footy, seeing him like doing well, making Metro, combine, all that stuff. Um, sort of gave me an idea like seeing him do that I was like yeah that's like pretty cool I sort of want to get there myself um so so like I didn't realistically at that age not playing footy I didn't think it would happen like very long shot um yeah but seeing him do well and like almost getting there twice like pretty stiff not to get there yeah Uh, yeah sort of pushed me back to playing footy I guess yeah, and then you said you played just that first year at, back at Greenville and then you were into the, the NAB League um, yeah. playing for Calder. I just want to know what your insight is in um, how big of a transition that is playing junior ADFL footy um, yeah. to switching into the NAB League. Um, so I was playing 17 Div 2 at Greenville bottom age. So, like, the standard wasn't – like, it wasn't great. But for me at that point, it was above my school – like, it, it was difficult for me at that stage. Like, you play one level of footy and it's, like, you just crack it and then you go to the next stage of footy. Like, you go from 17s to 19s and that's a big step. And then you go play resis, that's a big step. And, like, going to Calder, like, professionalism there was a massive jump. Like, training, training like, increased. Like, having to do, like, work outside of footy. Like, usually for local, well, at that point, you're just rocking up try and go home, rock up on the weekend and play. But you sort of, I'd never done a preseason prior to going to Calder really. So um, it's a lot of work outside of just being at the club, I guess. Yeah. And then that, obviously all that work and stuff would have had a massive impact um, last year when you couldn't really do anything. The whole season got scrapped. I talked to Pyre about a bit about this last week. How much did that affect your footy having that whole year off? Oh, that, yeah, that was huge. Like, that year was, like, for most people, it wasn't greatest. And overall, the situation wasn't ideal, but it was huge for my footy because that year before, my bottom, my first year at Calder, broke my hand, did my right ankle, broke my left ankle. Like, it was shocky and my body was all over the place. So having that year just to get my body right, like, run, gym, because I had a home gym, um, set up, like, for gym, so... Um, getting my body right, just smashing through that, getting consistent and just like building my aerobic base, I guess, was 
huge for coming into this year because like 2020 I probably wouldn't be probably wouldn't have been the first ruck at Calder like there was a few other boys that were probably ahead of me at that point um but having that like that whole year off coming into this year was um yeah helped me heaps yeah okay that's um that's really interesting because a lot of people I reckon would have it would have um hindered them a lot more than that helped them yeah, no. um, so that's yeah, that's really interesting. And then you've still missed plenty of games this year, but the yeah. game I did want to touch on was the game down in Tassie. Yeah, um, had a blinder, um, blinder, twenty-one touches, a goal, forty hitouts, and also just that whole experience going down, getting on a plane, heading down to Tassie would have been uh, pretty cool as well, I imagine. Yeah, that was that was the first time I'd really travelled for footy like far distance. Um, yeah, I was yeah, I was shocked seeing that those stats after the game it helped Seth Robinson, our other ruckman that day, he broke his hand in the second quarter. So after that, I played every minute in the ruck. So that gave me an opportunity to get more stats, I guess, but um, just, yeah, it was a shocking day in terms of weather. It was cold, windy, raining, um, flying over that morning, getting up at 4.30 AM, like not much sleep was, it was, yeah, pretty tough, but um, yeah, I was happy with the performance there. Got over the line by a point, which was unreal. Yeah, and that, was that a fly-in, fly-out, or did you stay the night there? Or No, nah, no, nah, we, so we, well, for me, we I woke up at like 4.35, went to the airport. We had to be at the airport by 6.30, ended up being on the plane at nine. And so we got there pretty much straight into the rooms, got changed, warmed up, went back in, like after the game, we were out of there within 30 minutes straight back to the airport, flew home, home by 8 o'clock, yeah, I think it was, maybe a bit earlier. It's a big day. It's a huge day. Um, yeah, and then were there any other key taking takeaways from that game in terms of how you played and um, the experience you've learnt in the Nab- in playing for Calder as a whole, especially like coming from that game and broader than that? Um, I've yeah, well, that that game was, like, that was a real grind-out sort of game. Like, we really had to just keep pushing. Like, the last quarter, we were up by a point for the second half of the quarter and they had the win. So, um, you at that point, you're sort of dropping your head after they kick two quick ones, thinking, all right, like, we might be in trouble here. But the fact that we were able to just grind that out and keep going, like, showed the sort of group we had. And then, like, we had a similar game I didn't play but we had a similar game against um, Falcons not too long ago like close in the last quarter they I think had the wind and just grinded it out got another win so I guess just never giving up in situations like that because anything can happen yeah that's um that's a huge takeaway and then that would have helped you in your VFL footy for the um for the Northern Bull Ants as well. Yeah. How we talked about that transition between junior ADFL footy to NAB League, is that another huge jump up playing from under 19s to VFL? Yeah, it's like you you don't you don't realise until you get there how much of a step up it is. Like they like they're all they've all been through like ninety five percent of those boys have all been through colder like nab league they've all done the same like been through the same path so they all they've all taken any experiences from nab league and like furthered that in the vfl um they're all big grown men like mid-20s late 20s all 
just they've been playing footy for a while, so they know. And they're like going up against. I played three games. I played played against Doggies, Jordan Sweet, played against Geelong, Darcy Four, and then Werribee, Matthew Lobie. So three AFL ruckmen all been in the system for a while. It was yeah, it was pretty tough, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. T- I was just about to touch on that as well. I had a look in, especially in the Dogs and uh, the Geelong game. You played against. Jordan Sweet, Cody Waitman, Jamara, Mitch Wallace, Darcy Fort, Josh Jenkins. These are guys that have made a name for themselves at AFL level. Just experience it as a whole would have been surreal. Yeah, unreal. Like, you're, you're sort of going up against these big boys, Ruckman. And like, you're getting beat and very easy to drop your head and be like, oh, I like this point. But um, you, you just, yeah, you just got to reassure yourself. Like, these boys, they're doing it full-time like this is their job there you just got to keep going like the, the expectations weren't like i don't think josh fraser the coach of points was really expecting me to go in and dominate these boys like it was more just like try your best continue to develop like just give all you got really so yeah yeah and then before the lockdowns with the training were you training with the the vfl group a couple of times a week and now um, as well or not oh yeah well yeah I, so over over pre-season i was at coburg for a couple of weeks with my brother training there there's a few other boys been was Hadoradeki. we were there training which was huge in itself like i went back to colder feeling like i took away heaps from that and then um we the nab league went into a they had like a four or five week period where the girls season was rounding out where we didn't play um, and colder coach at the time, Ross pushed me to go there. Like he really pushed me and thought it'd be good for me, which it was. Um, so I was training there. They train Monday, Wednesday, and then have a captain's run before the game. So that jump from two nights a week to three times a week was pretty big as well. But yeah, the level just goes up another step. Like you think it's hard at one place and you just go to the next one it's just as hard if not harder yeah and you just touched you just um brought up the Coburg um pre-season and some of the things you've taken away from that and also playing for the Bullion some of the things you've taken away from that if you don't mind um sharing obviously what uh what were some of those big things um well especially Coburg I was doing a lot of work like in the forward line so Pete McAvoy there he was just hit like his knowledge of being a forward for so long at VFL level uh, really helped me just like running patterns, presenting and knowing when it's your time to go, when it's your time just to pull back and let the other boys go. That was huge. And then working with Fraze at, um, at Paul Ant, he was obviously AFL Ruckman, pick one. He's, he knows a lot about being a Ruckman. So working with him, just body, um, stuff like not giving your back and to the other ruckman, stand your ground, that sort of stuff was, yeah, invaluable taking back. I feel like my first game back at Calder, I implemented a lot of that stuff and used my body a lot better than I was prior. Yeah, and you said you uh, love playing ruck and you love the crafts. That would have been just an awesome experience for you. Yeah, 100%. And then in between all that, you've got the VFL nabbed and um, also Vic Metro, um, yeah. part of that squad as well. Uh, what's that like being around the best players from across Metro Victoria? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, surreal as well. Like you, these boys, the best in the country. 
like 80% of these boys are going to get drafted, going to have careers in the AFL. So being around them, seeing like their preparation, their skill, like it's just, yeah, it's a different level as well. Like some of the boys there are just ridiculously talented. Yeah. Um, like everyone there is a good, fo- like a really good footballer. So the, the training standard is like, that's the highest training standard I've ever like experienced. Just everyone like barely missing kicks, taking marks, like, yeah, unreal. Yeah. And then you've got, um, well, hopefully the championship later this year still goes ahead. Yeah. Um, you'd be super, super keen for that. Going to play it against other states. I think it's meant to be in the Gold Coast, hopefully. Uh, no, nah, they've so they've scrapped the Gold Coast. That was supposed oh, to be Gold Coast. Yeah, it was supposed to be in July. Um, they're supposed to all be in July, I think, late oh. mid to late September. I yeah, like it's supposed to be the first game was supposed to be, I think September fifteenth or something, and then like twenty third and twenty eighth. So it's not looking great now, but fingers crossed it goes ahead. Yeah, hopefully because that'll be um that'll be huge. So besides uh besides that, say if that doesn't or even if it does go ahead, before the um draft comes up, what what's next for you? What are your um steps you're gonna be taking? Uh from here to draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so I'm I'm I've, I'm at the farm right now at our farm. So we've got a just like home gym set up. So that's been I've just been smashing that, just running, pretty much just preparing for possible time trials and stuff like that at maybe combines um, and just getting as fit as possible, really. Just trying to stay fit, get my body in the right shape for that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, because uh, I think the NAB League would probably be finished now anyway because of the, uh, the game. So it doesn't seem like there's going to be heaps of footy left. Do you reckon that's going to be a big impact for you, not having much footy left? Uh, I guess sort of like... The Metro games would have been like a really good opportunity to show myself to recruiters. Yeah. Um, but end of the day, like I've, I feel like I've done, I've exceeded what I thought I was going to do at the start of this year. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm happy with the footy I've put out this year. Like it'd be nice to play more footy and show more. But yeah, I'm, I've been happy with how I've played this year. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. It's uh, if you're progressing, you're progressing in the right way, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then just a quick one before we um before we wrap it up. Obviously, the finals are starting, uh, in the AFL. Do you have a flag favorite? I'm no, thinking Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Like yeah. Well, um, thanks heaps for uh, having a chat to me today, man. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thanks heaps for listening to this episode of the Harping On podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to go over to the Instagram at harpingon underscore. Give it a follow and leave me some feedback. And also give us a follow on the TikTok as well at harping.on. Thanks heaps. See you next time.